Welcome to All Talk FC with your boys Chris, Danny Boy and Mark. We'll talk about West Ham's big win today. Uh, is Hazard the best player in Europe? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. And then um, play some games, do some segments. Fun feedback for, let's go. Premier League football is back. West Ham are back. How good were they? I have no idea. <laughs> Me either. I didn't see the game. Yeah. Mark? Uh, yeah, I actually thought they were quite good. Um, I got for that. Anadovic <laughs> yeah. came off injured, which would be a worry. Oh, did he? We've, uh, we've not had any reports from our sources yet on how he's doing. Um, but ben Dinnery. Everyone <laughs> checks out. I was about to say, I'll check with my mate Ben on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what to talk about with West Ham, I guess. Well, I guess it... West Ham were good, but Everton were bad. Um, Can we talk about my message on Saturday morning, which said Everton have got 12 first team injuries, put all your money on West Ham? Mm. It just, it, what, but they got 12 the, first team injuries. They, uh, they had, uh, as of Friday, they had 12 <laughs> first team players who were, uh, all, all who 12, were injured. but they're starting lineup. <laughs> sorry, 11. Sorry, that was stupid. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean 11. <laughs> I mean, yeah. no, but genuinely, uh, I think that's what my message said. They had 11 potential first team players all injured. And I was like, well, obviously then they're going to struggle. To be fair, a few of them did play in the end, so they weren't all injured. You know, before um, uh, when Manuel Pellegrini was at um, Man City, did you think he was a good manager then? I know obviously with Man City being a big, big, big team. But um, do you think, like, he doesn't seem to have made an influence on West Ham in terms of, they haven't looked that good, really, up until... No, but you can see he's done, like, he's changed him. Yeah, they're, I, they're I in transition. I just think he's quiet. So, like, when he was at City, he won the title. He did, they played good football. Um, but because he doesn't really make much noise, he's not the kind of manager, I think, I've never heard him actually moan after they've lost or anything. He's not, he, he doesn't make the back pages for the wrong reasons. He's just quite gets on with it so what's the team he managed in Spain the blue, where blue and white where Cazorla was and Isco what's the uh, not real oh, the, the one that he was yeah, kind yeah, of made yeah. his name the, it's got it's got the Malaga Malaga, Malaga that's yeah. the one yeah Malaga, and they Malaga. Had the money yeah. yeah he and to be fair he did brilliantly there and he had that I think the reason City took him was because the style of football as it were at the time is, was his thing yeah and so that's what he did at City and I think he's trying to do that at West Ham I'm not Hundred percent sure he's got the players to do it, but well, that well, uh, Antonio. Did you read this week? Well, he said, I think it was Mikel Antonio. He said that the reason they've been playing well is because they've got too many new players and they just haven't been playing with each other. It's like well, when you expect a player to be in a certain place, you know, on the backside of your uh, your right shoulder or something to make a pass, and they haven't made that run because they're not familiar with each other. That's why they haven't come together. It's not the manager. It's not. Well, the other thing is lack of ability. I think I think today they're all, all eleven, all different nationalities. They've got eleven different nationalities. In What's wrong with that? Well, there's nothing wrong with it, but language. There can be a language barrier. Yeah, so as well as <laughs> as well as not knowing all, all how they play, you might not be able to speak to them either. So that can be a problem. I don't know if that's a real issue in the Premier. Yeah, because their be. midfield two was Rice and Noble. All right. So they all nationality right. <laughs> communication troubles there. So no, but. I, I I get the point of new players taking time to settle in. Um, Yao Malenko had a good game today. Like I think it's the first time he started. He scored a good goal. For for those of you that haven't seen it, he scored two. I thought. What was it? Um, Jordan Pickford did a terrible pass out. Got picked oh, up. He's and then um, he needs to sort his stuff. 
he picked it up. He got sort of let in on it, let to cut in on his left foot and curled it into the top corner. Quite nice. a good goal. Do you think um, Pickford's? I think Pickford's the new heart. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I do, he is a new, new Joe Hart. It's like you've got a young English keeper. You think that he's he should be good or he's going to be good. Gets in the uh, England side. I'm not sure if Pickford. That's every England. I'd say that in, in defence, in defence of Joe Hart, Pickford hasn't achieved. Much of what Joe Hart has yet. Like Pickford is really young. Pickford's what, 21, 22 or something? Hart's at least in his late 20s, not 30s. I mean, he's achieved a bit more. He had a good game today, Hart. And, uh, yeah. I saw Paddy Power tweeted saying he made more saves in one minute than he did for West Ham last <laughs> season. <laughs> well, Wolves had 30 shots on target, or 30 shots on goal, yeah. which is one every three, uh, one every three minutes yeah. of the whole I should, game. I should, probably, crazy. I should probably take back that uh, comment about me... Um, uh, not believing in Wolves anymore then. I'm telling you, they're, they're quality. They're re- we said this at the start of the season, they'll be top half finish, or 10th, 9th. But even if they're they're not, and they end up 13th, it's just they'll have a more enjoyable 13th than yeah, for sure. yeah, some other teams. For sure. I mean, they could have scored 10 or 15 today, apparently. I was reading the thing just on the just earlier. And they, they should have scored tons. They missed loads of guilt-edge opportunities. But they create so much, so um, they'll be fine. Did you say you wanted to talk about Man City, uh, Man United's first one hour? Yeah, for, talk about them for an hour. Just talk about yeah. them for yeah. an hour. Sure, cool. Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I don't know. I mean, if neither of you watched the Watford game, it'd be a bit tricky. But I listened I, to it. Okay, well that will help. I I watched the first half and I remember thinking, this is one of the best performances I've seen from United in a long time. And I think the reason was because. I don't know if it's because all the stuff's happened with Mourinho and he somehow got them fired up, but it was like it was like a gritty, it was a classic like two thousand and five Mourinho Chelsea type performance. It was just really gritty and hard, and there was hard tackles. They were running. Uh, I think everything was epitomised by Lukaku in the last I don't know three or four minutes of the game. He lost the ball up front and he ran all the way. He did a Rooney he went all the way back to the back to the right back position in the corner to make the tackle and get the ball out of play. And I, I've never seen Lukaku do that ever. And he had one of the best games I've seen from him. And I, I mean, you know I'm not his biggest fan, but I have to say, he was brilliant. because Not because his play was particularly good, because again, he had a few bad touches, but he just looked like he was really trying. He looked really difficult to play against. He looked like the number nine you want him to be. So I don't know what Mourinho's done, but they need, they need to play like that. The problem was, after about 60 minutes, Watford just turned it on. I don't know if it was because of a fitness thing or what, but they just suddenly changed. But that first hour, United looked like they could have... Scored three, four, or five. They like complete control. What would be the difference then? Like, because did it? I know they were talking about um, the t- the team not playing for Mourinho and stuff like that. Was he really? Was were they? Was 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 the manager out of favour with the players, or is that they seem to be playing more for? Him I, I feel like they. Up Do you reckon he had game, a word with him? You reckon he had the meeting and he was? I like, just think there was an overreaction. Th- there was um, there was probably that as well because we played well against Watford, but. We played well in our last game. Against okay. Burnley. Yeah, Burnley. Burnley, Burnley. And they bad. kept the same... Well, other than Luke Shaw... I feel bad for Burnley. Man. Yeah, but other than Luke Shaw, who obviously got injured for England, um, they kept the same team. So it's just a bit settled now. I think there was sort of... Mourinho was a bit happier after the Burnley game and they made a joke saying, you've stumbled across your best centre-back partnership in Smalling and Lindelof, which seemed to be the only combination he never tried. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like... A bit like when... A year ago, about this time, Phil Jones and Marcus Rojo became the best centre-back pair and it was like, 
Oh, this is strange, but it works. Same so, uh, happened with Van Gaal, didn't it? When the, <clears throat> I have to say though, and I was thinking it. The Smalling's finish. Smalling's finish was class, <laughs> but he played really I well. Saw it, he, all of a sudden, it looked like I don't know if it's a, a Troy Deeney thing. I, I was thinking this because you know what Troy Deeney's like. You know how he. Fat. No. <laughs> Actually, he's lost like a stone yeah. and a half or something. He's got like a six pack. Yeah, but uh, but the thing the thing with Troy Deeney, the thing you know, because he'll go and he'll go on TV and everything and talk about it. And he always yeah. takes a joke about Arsenal. Like he knows he steps on the pitch and he's going to check if his centre backs are up for it. Yeah. And if you're not up for it, I'm going to give you a hard time. So yeah. I know I'm not the best, but I'm going to make the hell. I feel like two yeah. minutes in. Both Lindelof at Lindelof took him out, absolutely took yeah. him out at two minutes in, and he didn't go near him again. And then the whole first half, Smalling just had him completely in his pocket, and just changed everything. And they both just looked up for it. Yeah, so I find Smalling. He's ever since we signed him, he's always been really good in the air, but then he just occasionally ends up in a bad position. So he's like, yeah, grabbing onto his shirt. I think he's a bit soft sometimes. That's some of the problem. I think if there's a fifty-fifty and the ball's in the air, he wins it. What his danger is is sometimes he's two yards away from where he should be standing, mm. and then he'll try and claw his way back by grabbing shirts. And should he be in England team? Small in, yeah. Um, that might be in terms of comparisons uh, with the other centre backs we have. I don't know. That's what I mean. Instead, yeah, of, yeah. instead of the other centre backs we have, obviously, I, I'm not. John I, Stones is is a given. Harry Maguire is a given. Yeah. Probably Joe Gomez as well. They're playing Carl yeah, Walker in that now, position, yeah. but. Would, would not, I've never been a big fan of Smalling, so I would just just based on him and his ability, I would say no. But if you're looking at some of the other centre backs we have, he wouldn't be starting obviously over Maguire and John Stones. But also for experience, just to help. Sometimes you can have two well, younger yeah. team. Uh, well, Southgate doesn't really like him, and he said he's not good enough on the ball. Like he's not, he's not. Yeah. Well, he's not. That's true. But like you said, he will battle and he'll win headers and he'll. Get the ball out, but I guess if when you've got Maguire, maybe you don't need him. I don't I'm know. happy for him not to be in that squad. I don't mind because England are trying something, so it's not like the old days where they drop a name because they don't want the name to be there. Southgate is trying to play a certain way, yeah. and he's just like Smalling doesn't fit it. So, I, Do you know, we we didn't have one last week, but I did want to say, um, the Nations League. Now that England have lost their first match. Do they have to be? Who's their next game against Croatia. Croatia? They have to be Croatia for any chance of winning the uh, that, European Cup. No. So I don't know if you. I mean, it's really bloody confusing. This Nations League, the whole thing. I think it's gonna, out of the Euros. I That's think all it's going to come good, but no, no. So basically, Honestly. really simply, the the Nations League does influence what happens to the Euros, but there's still going to be a qualifying. So basically, from March until October next year there is the normal qualifying so we're going to be drawn in a normal team a normal group of teams like we are every single year and there'll be normal qualifying for the Euros and then basically there'll be I think it's eight groups top two all go through yeah. but remember this Euros has more more teams in it this mm. time it's 24 teams so basically the last four places are going to come from the um, a playoff that comes from the Nations League so at the end of the Nations League because after October next year all the Nations League team play again then whoever the winners of all of the different groups in the Nations League Mark wake up all go into a pot I know it's confusing they all go into a pot and then they all play off and then the top four go into the Euros now the problem is all the teams that are going to win their groups right Spain are probably going to win our group and Germany will win their or France will win their group they're already qualified anyway yeah. so when a team has already qualified it's the next one down and if that team's already qualified it's the next one down so the chances of anyone in those top leagues not actually going th- into the Euros is 
highly unlikely. Well, I think it, benefit, it benefits the ones in the, what is it, like the Group D or yeah. whatever the, 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 the only good thing, beneficial, is it? Yeah, the only beneficial thing I can see is you've got a team like Luxembourg playing Moldova, and actually Luxembourg go and won a game. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were the banker. <laughs> Every single time when there's, um, when there's International Week, you go, right, I'm going to do a bet. I'm going to put all the bankers. They're going to, like, Gibraltar are going to lose, Luxembourg are going to lose, because they're always going to lose. But now they're playing each other, actually, they've got a chance. So it's good for that, because yeah, at least they can have competitive <clears throat> games. It's odd that they're, like, someone from each tier will qualify for the Euros. Yeah. So they're like, okay, so we'll, one of those we'll will qualify. Yeah. The lowest tier, so all these smaller na- nations or new to football nations can play each other. But then you're like, well, now one of them's going to make the Euros. So it's okay seeing Gibraltar lose 8 0 in a qualifier because you're like, well, everyone should have the chance to qualify. But in the finals, you don't want to see an 8 0. Like, oh, it's, I don't know, maybe I, you do. I don't care. Like, like as long Not as the, the main, finals. as long as the main teams get to the finals, I, I could win. Really I mean, the, the I other think, part, I think what used to, which it might lose this year, um, is the Euros always felt premium. So like the world, yeah, it, yeah. there was times where you would argue, you know, it's harder to win the Euros because you're you're in a tough group. Yeah, and it doesn't no feel like there's, teams, there's yeah. no bad teams. Yeah, no. Like, well, whereas in, in the World Cup you've got Panama and people like that in the World Cup yeah. you potentially could get to a quarters or in England's case a semi before five Sweden are a top team yeah <laughs> don't judge um, but there's also the there's relegation and promotion in the Nations League as yeah. well so every season you'll go up or down so if we lose our group if we lose Croatia we've effectively lost our group then we will get relegated to the next tier down which might be better for us. Oh, do you honest. know the thing is? I I actually very rarely watch England friendlies. Um, I just can't be bothered with them. So the fact that they've literally just said, I, I don't even know what this is, but they said it's a competition. It means something. I watched England. Yeah, like, I watch. Yeah. I watch it because it's it's competitive now. But um, how good was that goal though? The first, you know, the, our goal against Spain. How good was that goal? I don't know. I've seen England trying to dust like my memory off. Well, <laughs> it was a, no. It was a was short, the Shaw's uh, Shaw's cross uh, to Rashford on the floor to Rashford. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, uh, as a team goal, and goal goes. I haven't ever scored a goal. Do you know what? this this concept of team goals? I, I think it's so stupid. I hate when it, oh they completed forty three passes. I'm like, no, it's no, literally it's about that. two passes that make goals key. It's not even that. It's like the, or a the, dribble. It's like the centre backs pass it back. The goalkeeper. Every player had a touch. I'm like. No, it's I, not only that, need, I only need two people to have a touch. The person who passes the ball and the person who shoots it. That's it. Which were both simple. good, but yeah. it's it's not even that however many passes. It was the few passes before. There was four or five passes which were all classed. They were all one-touch, quick passes from all different players, which all in different, even in the right position at the right time. Kane turned on the halfway line, played the ball out. It was just everything about it was good, other than maybe Luke Shaw's touch, which I thought he'd lost it. I thought, uh, t- I thought he meant his touch was good. When he, when he uh, played the pass... I actually went, oh my God, what's he done? Because I thought it was a terrible That's pass. how good it was. Oh, That's how good it was. Because yeah. yeah, that was the end we were sitting at and we could see the pass quite well. Like, yeah. Oh, I forgot you were at that game. Yeah, I was, try- I was trying to wrap my brain up. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I think because I'm there. And, you what know, was the atmosphere like? Uh, it was okay. Was it like um, a friendly? Not to start with. Was um, it full? But it was a little bit like a friendly. Because like, where we were sitting, was uh, there was 80,000. So there was... Oh, that's good. Well, did you see that thing on BBC, the stats with the attendances? No. Did you not see that they, said, they did the big article on um, uh, teams who they're announcing the attendance that they have to the actual attendance? Yeah. This it was the whole thing, Man City really? and Burnley. Was it Man City? Arsenal are bad for it. Arsenal are bad for it. Man City are bad for it. Um, 
And how, how are they getting it. it wrong? Is it that they're saying this has been how many tickets have been sold, not they're this not is how many people turn so up? So they count, they count season ticket holders that don't turn up. Yeah. But they get the real numbers. They have to get the real numbers from the local council and the police uh, in that area. Because they, have, they, have they, electric, they have computerised turnstiles. Surely they just know if people have come in or not. Yeah, but the, the clubs aren't going to offer up because they're oh, like, okay. the clubs not offering right. up the real yeah. numbers. So I think oh. England are quite good. They tend to be right because there was about 80. It's hard to tell what's 10,000, but there was no like big group of seats missing. It was like individual seats in it. Like, okay. so. But it's odd trying to understand the concept of why they're just lying. Like It really just makes me think just bad on humans in general. You're like, you're lying just for the sake of lying. Well, Why not just say what the numbers no, are? No, because it will mean stuff. So like, but it's sponsorship do... and stuff like yeah, that. All yeah, all sorts. Man United's a listed company. I mean, it's a share price thing. If they, if it feels like the fans aren't turning up, if you're, you, can, yeah, you can physically see it. Well, if well, you're seeing... You're, like, you're trying to tell me that this is, this is a, every seat sold, but I can see massive gaps in it. I'm not yeah. that stupid. But it's things like when they go potentially to sell advertising yeah. or to get a loan, they'll say... Well, we've averaged eighty thousand. Well, in Arsenal's case, sixty thousand a game. So that sixty thousand people times this much yeah, is X revenue. Exactly. If they were like, well, no, our average is actually like forty-five thousand. That gives quite a big difference when negotiating stuff. So did you um did you see as well? They're gonna uh, they're thinking about making a third. European competition for club teams. Oh, really? Yeah, but what? But what they're looking to what, do? Like is a, they, a level down from the Europa League. Yeah, but they're looking to reduce the amount of qualifiers for the Europa League. They're trying to shorten, yeah. shorten that competition and just make a third tier. I don't think it's probably that, that needed now yeah, because I think the top there's a the top level of the Europa League and the bottom level of the Champions oh, League. There's, now. No, there's no difference. There's, yeah. Like, no if difference. anything, the top level, like as we've seen in the last few years, like the top level of the Europa League would. Would is would walk. Well, look who's won the Europa League recently. Like when uh, May United won it, Atletico Madrid won it. These teams have also won the Champions League. So, and it's no coincidence that it seems to be probably not the biggest clubs in in England, but Burnley, for example. As soon as they get in it, they just struggle the next season. You just can't. You can't change from having that many uh, games and and trying to improve your squad. How much money do you actually get from getting in the Europa League? Yeah, yeah we, not we, to get players. We said it didn't we, in our predictions at the start. We were saying with Burnley, they they could really struggle if they stayed mm. in Europe because they just haven't got the squad for it. Yeah. and look what's happened. They're now fighting a losing battle, which they'll, they'll pull it back round. I mean, they'll be fine, I'm sure. But maybe I mean, could it be too late? Nah, it's not. Too, come on, Crystal Palace lost their first seven games or six games, wasn't it, or something last season, and they came. 13th, yeah, but they won twenty. So. What was that other stat you said that was just stupid? Uh, I they can't won remember. Yeah, one straight games. No, if yeah, if if, the, if you'd only looked at the <laughs> table, not including the first seven yeah, games, they'd have finished third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, um, is Eden Hazard any good? I don't like him, but I mean, he's benefiting from Giroud, I think. Matt, did you hear what he said about Giroud? He says the best in. The, uh, it was an interview yesterday, and he said he's the best in the world at holding up. The, uh, no, he's the best striker in the world at holding up the ball, or something along those lines. But he used the words he's I've, the best in the world at it. I've rated Giroud a lot, and I and when Arsenal sold him, I was thinking, oh, he's going to really show them like yeah. show them what they're missing. And like you look at the start of the season, you're like Giroud's just come off winning the World Cup. Having a great start to the season, and you look at Bamiyang who can't can't hit a yeah. ball straight at the minute, and you're like, this is where st- that style has won over substance. Where Giroud adds something. Would you think Giroud just in the sort of desire guy store in people's opinions is he overrated, underrated, or properly? He's underrated. I think he's I think underrated. he's only just starting to be rated. 
I think the it, fact that he's right, a World, World Cup winner. The World and, Cup. The, and, and the funny thing yeah. is, if you ask people when they look back on the World Cup and the French team that won, and people will laugh because they go, well, Giroud basically had like, no shots on yeah. goal, did absolutely nothing, but it doesn't matter. He, he's, he's, like he's the enabler. Yeah. He's the guy in the team who allows, in this in that case, Mbappe and Pogba and everyone to play. In the case of Chelsea, he's the one that allows Hazard and William and Pedro to play. And that's actually what Hazard said, but mm. you have to listen to his interview because he just has this really tiny dig of Morata, which I thought was a bit awkward. And he kind of does this wry smile because when he's being interviewed, because he says that. And but he's, just, he's, he, he's a, so- he likes making jokes. I know, but he, he says yeah. something like, he's the best in the world. He's like, he's absolutely best in the world at hold up play. Very different to other strikers that we have. Or some, and something like that. <laughs> I just thought, ooh, ooh, I don't, know what, I don't know if he should be saying that. Well, he seems to have quite a bit of power at Chelsea. Hazards. So. He's their best player. Well, and do you know what? I, I'm gonna. He he could potentially be up there in the next few years if he carries on for a Ballon d'Or. He could absolutely. Well, 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 hold it. Well, I mean, do you mean like a final three, or everyone gets shortlisted for the Ballon d'Or? No, no. As in a final three with a chance of winning it. Because Ronaldo's. I mean, yeah, he scored his first goal for Juventus today, which we could talk about. But, two, goals, two goals. Oh, yeah. two goals. Sorry. Um, one. I one. One good. One. One, yeah, but, uh, but Ronaldo is not going to keep doing it for the next three, four years like he is. He's at his prime now. He's what twenty six, twenty seven. Messi is Messi, but yeah, but I, know, see, I keep honest. thinking this is this keeps happening with Hazard. He has great. He's obviously a great player. He has great games. He has moments of brilliance. But I, I think he's peaked. I don't think he's going to get any better. I, complete I don't think he'll ever win a Ballon d'Or. I completely um, disagree. I don't know. It depending on the other players in the league. Has he won PFA Player of the Year? Yeah, yeah. Two years ago when <clears> they won the. Thinking with Conte, yeah, he won Player of the Year, yeah. and he won it with Mourinho as well. I think he's won it twice actually. Player, player yeah, I think year. he was better the year, not the Conte year. I think the year he was with Mourinho, Mourinho, yeah, he was. I think but what people like, I think sometimes with hindsight, it's like he was great till January or February, and if you remember, yeah. Chelsea just built up a lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Held on. He, to their, to their he's lead. got an attitude problem. I think to be some sometimes to be those best players you have to have a bit of an attitude about you for sure but he seems to have this attitude where he knows he's great but what it's probably really frustrating is he can turn it on when he wants and I just don't think he always did I bet you he's a really crap trainer like a trainer oh, for just, sure for sure just just messing about and he's yeah. like you know I just want to play games yeah he, for sure it seems like he's shooting more now so I think that's the difference like he's playing better but I think because he's scoring more we just We've elevated him. Well, that was what was missing. We always said, everyone's always said, like, he's got all the ability in the world. He can, you, you can't get the ball off him. He can take off anyone. He can see a pass. He can take a penalty. Like, everything, right? But he just didn't shoot enough or score enough goals. So well, you always look at him and go, well, he's never got 20 goals It always goals seems season. like he, all, he, all he tries to do is get fouled. Yeah. He's just looking for someone to kick him. And, that, that's, and that's he's the player. He's he wants it. to be fouled. He'll be fouled. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have to be, but he decides, oh, this is a good position. I'll be fouled yeah, here. No. That's how good he is. And I think... If if Sarri yeah, is that conducive it, to winning, but if Sarri can get it right and allow and actually he can turn into someone who just keeps going and try score goals and scores goals, he can easily give thirty. If Sarri looks like Mr. Potato Head, like his body, his body, because he looks because one, I'm Mr. Potato because he's got his <laughs> big arms in it and he's just like big and round. Like said, every time I look at him, I'm like, where's something better than that? That stupid T-shirt. Like, have you two? Uh, have you two come round to my way of thinking yet? The City, Liverpool, Chelsea top three. No. Oh. Chelsea are in a better position than their performances have oh, suggested. I don't know. I think that... Did, did, I what, did we say well. Chelsea not making the top four? Yeah, you guys... I, no, I, I said I didn't think anyone would get close to Chelsea, City or Liverpool this season. And I thought it would be between Arsenal, Spurs and United for, for the other place. And I thought probably... Well, probably Spurs, but well, maybe Man United. I thought no one would get close to City. And then... 
it to me it was kind of between the rest. Like Liverpool are playing decent, but I can st- I can see Liverpool falling off soon. You, no, but, you, uh, but the thing with Liverpool I is that know, I think so solid. I think Liverpool what they have what they seem to have now which they haven't had for a while is a defence. Like they oh, yeah. they are not conceding and they look good. I mean both with their fullbacks. Yeah, they, 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 they made Spurs look bad. That's I mean, they're, I, I know everyone's going on like Spurs didn't even try. But that's because Liverpool made them. How play long that can way. we say is Harry Kane injured? Like. He's not been good since Colombia. Like <laughs> even before that's then, true, I mean, even that's before true. then, but even before then he wasn't that great. But yeah, yeah. For, for, uh, at the World Cup and even now, he but Harry, you know, yeah, they're saying he's burnt out. Like he might be. Yeah, because he's played every summer now. Would, for it, would years. it benefit Spurs yeah. just to rest him? Just yeah. say have. Well, a week look off. At, so, so he's always had August off. <laughs> We're talking of Hazard, right? The way the way how the difference was Hazard also got to the same level of as Kane did in the World Cup. Uh, and arguably played much better anyway, had three weeks off when he came back to Chelsea, which was about three or four days before the season started. He didn't play in the first game, came on for the last 10 minutes, got assist. Didn't play in the second game, came on for the last 15 minutes. Mm. Only played 60 minutes. And now he's played his full game, this one, just gone. Yeah. And look at him. And you look at Kane, he's played 90 minutes every single time. Hazard also got rested for, for one of the games for Belgium. Like, they've just been managed completely differently. And it's because Spurs are so reliant on Kane. I mm. think now Son's back might help. Because Lucas has been one of Tottenham's best players, but I think he's also the reason Kane's not played well. Maybe. Because he takes yeah. up his positions. And you're like, okay, your best player is playing badly, but someone who's playing well... It's, it's odd, because like, it seems unfair to drop Lucas because he's been one of Tottenham's best players. But actually, I think if you swapped him for Son... Kane would sort of go back in because the the stats just show Kane's playing deeper yeah. and not shooting like that's that's what it is and if you say what is Kane he isn't the guy who picks it up in the middle of the pitch turns and runs 10 yards he just should be in the box getting his head on stuff getting his getting on the end of crosses he, he, I don't know if he's quite just getting on the end of crosses I mean Eric's you know some slipping passes he makes good runs as well yeah but now he's dropping deep to get the ball and he's not that kind of player no no he's not a Giroud <laughs> No. So, I, and I think the reason he's doing that is because Lucas is making the runs off him so he's trying to pick the ball up and play, play it off him and you're like unfortunately but you move Lucas more wide and say to Kane go forward or you go back to the old last season and get Son in instead so I heard something the other day I was listening to something on the radio on TalkSport and I think it was Dean Saunders was interviewing someone who was an ex-Tottenham player and they were talking about Kane's stats specifically and Saunders was going off on one about how he should have been rested and all this mm. stuff again. Actually, I quite like Dean Saunders, to be fair. And then, um, actually, the guy came out with some stats, which were pretty shocking. And it was from, I think it was from March this year. But when, you know, Kane had that bad ankle, when he turned his ankle in one of the games. Yeah. So Kane was having an absolutely unbelievable season. He scored two hat-tricks in a row and he was playing really well. And then he's actually got his ankle turned. I think he was out for about six weeks or four weeks. And then came back, again, no rest. And if you look at all his performance in terms of stats, there's a ball possession, shots, literally everything, before that time and from like that time until now, it's like you're comparing two different players. Everything is different in terms of how many times on the ball, in terms of his possession, in terms of his shooting ability, his goal score. But everything. I thought his um, his uh, shot attempts have gotten less and less and less over the last. Like, that's what I mean. Years. That's what I mean. Less and less. So before but you March, say shocking in a good way or a bad. No, way? in a bad way. Like before March this year, he was playing unbelievably and all the stats were with him when you look at stats from March from that injury when he came back till literally now actually we've been saying it's from the World Cup but maybe it's even before I that. thought it was before and maybe his in- that injury whatever it was maybe actually he's been playing with something that's just not quite right I just yeah I think 
he won't not want to play. Yeah, exactly. all he cares about is his golden boot. Yeah. So he'll want to play every game. But I think it's up to Poch now to say, have a week off. We used to see well, Ferguson used to do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just absolutely. during the season, randomly, a player would not be selected. Well, and he's like, know, I've told him to go on holiday for two weeks. It happens in a lot of sports. Well, look at Mendy. So apparently, although Mendy, they've now come out and said Mendy might be injured for a week, but um, he was, see his thing on Twitter, no. you know what Mendy's like, on Twitter being like, oh, I'll be back, don't worry, sorry guys, to let me, sorry for my fantasy football fans for letting you down. Basically, Pep has said to him, look, you had a long-term injury, you've played quite a bit, you've played the first five games and just want, want to give you a rest for a bit. And that makes complete sense because yeah. he doesn't actually need it. Easy, they could easy afford... after he played badly as well. <laughs> <laughs> what, Mendy? Like, yeah, he had a bad game his last game. Did he? Yeah. Guess who? Mendy's had a bad game. Yeah. All right. But either way, but they, right, can at least, afford, but they can afford to. I know they can afford to, and that's my point. Because Spurs didn't bring in anyone in the summer, because they want no backup for their first team, yeah. they cannot afford to rest players, they can't afford to rotate properly, and because Son was away as well. So actually, they had no choice. So you say it's down to Potts, but what does he do? He doesn't play Kane, they lose games. So what do you do? Yeah. It's a really tough one. You're looking forward to the Champions League? I am. I'm looking forward to when Man United play Juventus. Yeah? Yeah. I think that's going to be... That's not this week, is No, it? no, that's not this week. United have got, I think, Young Boys with Burn this week. Um, but yeah, I am looking forward to Champions League being back, definitely. Who do you think is going to win it? Um, well, why don't we do our Champions League draft? I'm right. doing that. Good luck explaining it. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't have to explain it. The Champions League draft is simple for me. I don't know it's simple for the boys. Here we, we go. Here we go. <laughs> well, what it is, is it's very simple... We're going to select uh, four teams um, in an NFL-type draft. We'll do a snake draft. So the first person will pick one person. The second person will pick another team. The third person will pick twice. And then we'll just work it, snake it around. Every week we can drop, We can choose to, uh, every Champions League week, we can choose to drop a team. And if we drop a team, we then must pick up another team. We can't select the same teams. So if you, Danny, picked Real Madrid... That means Dan, uh, Mark and me can't pick them. We have to pick someone else. And at the end of the season, at the end of the Champions League season, um, whoever's got uh, the winning team in their, in their side wins. All right, we'll go. Danny picks first. Right. I pick second. Mark picks third. All right? So we're going to go four teams. You have to Whoa. have a look. Um, well, I'm, I don't think Real Madrid are going to win it for whatever ridiculous year in a row. Um, so I am going to pick... Uh, I'm going to pick Man City to win the Champions League. You are picking Man City in your Champions League draft. Yeah. All right. Uh, Man City to win the Champions League. Man City, wow. Number one. Yeah. Number one pick. Number one pick. Mm, Okay. Uh, Who won it last year? Real Madrid. Madrid. They always win it. (laughs) But they haven't got... To be fair, I was going to add to you. If think about but... just think of the Spanish team because they've won like, the last five. <laughs> yeah, but Ronaldo's now at <laughs> Juve, so... Mm. I'm going to go for Barcelona. Oh, that's what I was going to pick. Yeah. All right. So I am... So you get two picks here, uh, Mark. So I'm going to go... PSG. Oh, that was my next pick. He's <laughs> taking it off me. So you're liking this already? I'm going to yeah. go... I didn't realise it was like this. Bayern Munich. Ah, yeah, bastard. Alright. So I get one pick. Um, You've already got Barca in case you're... Yeah, I've already got Barca. Um, mm, I, oh, there's two teams that I think 
should be picked next. But I am going to go with Juventus. Every team we say, Danny, is yes. <laughs> you took PSG and then I'm like, right, I'm going to go Bayern. And then you pick Bayern, I'm like, right, I'm going to go Juve. And you picked Juve, I'm like, ah, right. God. The thing is, because I think Real Madrid's a good pick, but I think I think the. I looked at, you know, I saw Ronaldo's goals today and I saw um, Juventus' team, boy, they got a. They got a real they good got team. A real good team, team. yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you see, Douglas Costa got no, I didn't. Spitting. Spitting. Oh, really? VAR went back. Yeah. Horrible. VAR. Spat in his mouth. Do I get two picks? In his mouth. Or close to his mouth. Do I get two picks now? By you way? get two picks, yeah. Right, I'm going to go with Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Because they're Spanish. And I'm going to go with. A bit racist. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, look at that tick group D. Porto, Galatasaray, Moscow, and Schalke. How did that group The happen? group of death. Well, maybe it's why it's a big one because someone's got to make it out. Ah, so ridiculous, isn't it? There could be so, a finalist in that. Um, you like young boys, Dan, so... I've got an out there boys. pick. You've always had a thing for young boys, Dan, <laughs> so... I've got an out there pick, so... Uh, but I think I don't think you're going to go for it, so I'm going to save it for my last pick. Uh, I'm so gonna... you're feeling young boys? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, who do I go for? I can't really can do this. Oh. Yeah, all right, I'm going to go Liverpool. Homer, Danny. Um, oh, crap. I was going to pick Liverpool. <laughs> um, hmm, let's look. Oh, is Madrid not gone? I was just thinking that. I was like... Is ah. it Real? Real Madrid, yes. Oh, I'm taking no. Real. Yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realise we weren't picked. Real Madrid, please. Ah, damn it. Oh, I've, I've had a mare here. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with Manchester United. How have you not picked Spurs? Yeah, you, you put Spurs to win the but, Champions League. But I know you two won't, so that I can guarantee oh, that is my last fair pick. Enough, I might as well get teams that you your could pick. This, Should we do four or five? Do you think four's enough? Because there's quite a few No, it's quite a lot of teams. Let's do oh, five. Five? five? Yeah. Let's do five. 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 So you've got five. another pick, Mark. All right, then. So, yeah, as I said, I'm going to go with... Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. I, Just go with them. Gary Spurs, or, on, I'm having, or I'm having them. <laughs> I want all the English teams. <laughs> Who you going for? I don't even know who's good. This is uh, this is not making for good podcasting. No, no, we can edit the silence <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm going Tottenham. He's done it. He's gone Man United and Tottenham. It's big. Who are you going for, Chris? <clears throat> Did he have? He had two in a row there, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. So that's you. Do do do. Um. We've we're running out of good teams. Do you know what? We can just have four because actually we're running out of good teams. Uh, I don't think we need a fifth. Well, no, I'm looking down the list. Now. Well, because then we'll have almost every team, won't we? Which yeah, further down the four. further down when when it gets to quarters and semis, we have too many teams. Right, I'm gonna go for. I have no idea. Give me a second. Give me a second. Um, we'll edit this out. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna go for um, I'm gonna go for Inter. Inter Milan. So you've gone. So we've got Barca, Inter, and Tottenham from that group. So Inter Miami. And I'm gonna go for Ajax. Big left field. Boom. So then, um, is it this week's their first fixtures? 
next week. Yeah, who's playing? Are any of our teams playing each other now? So, well, um, probably. It's Liverpool PSG this week. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, Liverpool PSG. Me and you, Mark. Game yeah. on. Massive, massive game. So, and then the next the next set of fixtures is going to be um, the 2nd of October. So then the pod leading into that one, we can drop a team if we want to yeah. and pick up any other team if we want to. Sounds good. We don't have to. How much easier does Olivier Giroud make your job when he's playing like that? He's a target man, maybe the best in the world, uh, I think so. Uh, when he got the ball, he can hold the ball uh, and we can go uh, with him, uh, you know, in, in deep. So, yeah, for us, it's a, it's a pleasure to play with, with him. When Alva is playing, it's completely different. Uh, he's a different player than, than Olivier. Both they have quality, so we are happy to have good strikers in the team. Right, off the back of uh, International Week, this is an international-inspired game. Nice. It's uh, Footballing Brothers. I've got a list here. Yeah, I've got a list here of football players who whose brothers played for two different international Nations. teams. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know one of them. Well, let me say the game, please. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, there's some easy ones. There's ones that are much more difficult. Cool. Um, what I want to do is I'll, you'll get a point for naming the first name of the player and you'll get another point for the country that they played for. Right? Okay, the yeah. first name? Yeah, because you're obviously going to give us a surname, I presume. I'll just give you the name of the player. Yeah, the surname. Yeah. And we've got to say their first names and the team, the Boom. nationality. Yeah, got it. Right? So we'll go, the first player is Jerome Boateng, he played for Germany. Who's his brother and... Do we just jump in? Yeah, what, how are we doing? Um, we'll go with Mark first. All right, what? so his brother's Kevin Prince. And which country? Uh, he played... F- uh, it was an African country. Uh, I can't remember. Yep, silence. I'm going to go... I don't remember at all. I feel like Danny knows I like this. I, I think I know it. I think I know it. It's a long shot if it's true, though. I seem so wrong. Um, Yo, I, I don't remember. Well, give an I'm going to go Ghana. Danny, who you I go for? It, I think it is Ghana. But, oh, well, then I'm going to have to go with something different. Uh, it is Kevin Prince Boateng. But yeah. I'm going to go with Marley. Marley? Yeah. Mark's right with Ghana. Yes. Two points for Mark. You could go for the same. Oh. You don't no. have to go for the, you went for the same player. Same answer draft. Well... Oh, all right, I've, yeah, all right, I, right. right, that's annoying. Right. Um, Granite Xhaka, I don't know why I did that, that was stupid. Granite Xhaka, Switzerland. Danny, you can go first with the answer. What's his first name and which country <laughs> did he play for? What's his for? first name? Um, this isn't easy. I know. I will take nicknames. Uh, the other Xhaka brother. Uh, it's a granite place of Switzerland. So his brother, uh, aren't you writing it down? Oh, yeah, sorry. Mm. Um, Write down your answers now. Um, so his name's Granite. <laughs> so it's quite a common name. But it's called Zinc. I know I'm going to kill me. This isn't easy. I can't remember. Right, Mark. Uh, no, Danny, you go first. What's your answer? I have no idea what his first name is. Cannot remember. What's the country? Um. Um. I want to say Austria. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Yeah? Mark, what's yours? Uh, 
I'm going to guess a name. I'll go Phil. <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? And I'm going to guess Kosovo. Ah, you're both wrong. His name's Toulon. Toulon? Xhaka. Toulon. Toulon. Yeah, And he played for Albania. Albania. Yeah. He's made six appearances for Albania. I wondered if he was like one of the... Like the Kosovo's, yeah, 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 but none of them. Well, because they, they they were uh, they were both they were both born in Switzerland, but um, their parents were from Albania. Um, it features for Albania, and uh, their parents was uh, Kosovo Albanians. Yeah, they moved to Bali. Mark's guess was definitely better than mine. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that one. Uh, Paul Pogba. This yeah. is a bonus oh, answer because he's got two brothers, so you can pick one of them, but they both played for the same country, so. It's up to you how you want to do this. Bonus points if you can get both of them, but uh, one will do. Uh, what if it? I get it. Sounds like I can't uh, remember it exactly, but it kind of sounds. Well, like we'll, we'll see how close it sounds like, and <laughs> it depends how generous. Yeah, um, who on earth does he play for? Mark, you got to go first on this one. Uh, I can picture him because he played. Yeah. He played against United. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? I, I I have no idea. So um, <laughs> this is a hard game. It's yeah. a really hard game. Yeah, it's uh, a good Paul, game though. Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna go with uh, John. Is his first name? <laughs> Which well, country? Paul. To be fair, is his other name. So you yeah. got a chance. So I'll go John, and I'm gonna say it's gonna be a not so good African team. For I'm guessing. So I'm gonna say Niger. Niger, not even Nigeria. Niger. Yeah, Niger. Well, I thought I would know him. Well, because uh, <laughs> Niger. And, uh, I know. He, I know he plays in green. The, the international team, and I'm thinking, well, that must be Nigeria. But I don't remember him playing for Nigeria. Um, he's got. I can't. It's something like Renard or Lachal or something. It's one of his brothers, isn't it? Quite a French name. You've said two very different names. No, yeah. like Ard, like Renard or Lachal or something along those lines. I think. So go on with your answers. Um, Renard. Renard. Pogba. Country. Ah, uh, it's also they playing. I'm gonna go Nigeria because they're playing green. Like I must be them. Because they play in green. All right. Um, <laughs> Wait, well, yeah. As far as any other African teams that don't play in green, <laughs> I have a vision of him playing green. I don't know why. So they, uh, he's got twin brothers called Florentine and Matthias oh, Pogba, okay. and they both play for Guinea. 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 Oh, yeah. You were close with Nigel. Yes. Probably. Do they I play in green? So. <laughs> I have no idea. Florian. Uh, I knew it would be a, like one of the smaller teams that, that I've not watched. So. You're gonna call, you're gonna ask about Eden Hazard next, aren't you? Do you know he's not actually on this list? No, because then he's probably played for Belgium. Yeah. Oh yeah, different different, different countries. Yeah. Okay. Um, Christian Vieri for Italy. Holy cow! He had a brother. He's got a brother <laughs> who was less successful. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't play football. <laughs> Clearly. Um, so do you go first? I've got to go first. I does not bother writing it. You must know the answers to well, I'll write the country because it might like Christian Vieri uh, is the joint highest scorer for Italy at the World Cup. Um, okay, I'm gonna go for. I guess his brother also grew up in Italy with him, so I'm gonna go for like. Well, they both they both Mario. Merged, they both chose to <laughs> Mario the countries Vieri. they were born in. Oh, interesting. I'm still going with Mario. Vieri. Sure. Uh, um, I'm going to say he played for... Um, where would he... Why would he have been born differently in Italy? Let's go 
Fieri. Croatia. Mark. I'm going to go with Paul or Paolo. Paolo's a good shout, yeah. And Paolo Vieri is that famous midfielder for... Uh, have you Googled this? No. Uh, uh, I've, I'm caught between two countries. One's a real just guess. Go on, which are they? And one's location-based. So I'm going to go out there and be different. I'm going to go with USA. Oh, interesting. Well, it's, uh, it's uh, funny you guys were saying uh, uh, Italian first name because Christian isn't the most Italian <laughs> name ever. I His brother so. is Max Vieri, and he played for Australia. So oh, Vieri, I was going for yeah, one of the big like. <laughs> what was the like, What was your two guesses? I was going to say Malta or somewhere. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's not far. I was thinking but... Malta, and thought I don't even know if they have a team, so it can't be Malta. But right, last one. These uh, are hard. Ref... We got any points? Mm, oh, Mark's winning because yeah, he yeah. got Ghana, and I didn't one. guess yeah. Ghana. That's <laughs> so stupid. Last one. <laughs> this is for the game. Rafina plays for Brazil. He has a brother. Now, this one is going to be really tough. Oh, because the others are easy. You <laughs> <laughs> don't even know his first name. Yeah, what's his first name? <laughs> it's, uh... it's, it's just Rafina. So there, there is no first name to guess. It's his brother's name. just called Rafina yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, and what, who did he play for? Well, uh, that's Brazil. The... Oh, right. I say that's the game. Yeah. Guess. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, think of your answers. Okay, where else might have you played? Um, they, Mark, they... after you. Whatever you say, I'm going to say something different. I have no idea. I'm going to go with... Uh, do I have to guess his name? Guess his name and country. All right. Oh, so his name's not Rafina. <laughs> so I'm going to guess his name is Maxi, and he plays for Portugal. <sighs> Portugal's a really good guess. Um, Rafinha. Uh, I'm going to go with, like, Raphael... And I'm going to go uh, Mexico. His brother, Rafina's brother, is Tiago Alcantara. No way. Uh, yep. Yeah. No way for, for Spain. Spain. No way. Alcantara is Rafina's brother. Yes, apparently so. so I said Portugal. It's close. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I was going to think maybe Spain would have got because of like the Diego Costa one. They've got a little. Oh bit of yeah, but Portugal and Brazil have a bigger yeah. crossover. Well, because the language. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So Mark's the winner. How with can a, tell uh, it's Rafinha's brother. Yeah. That's amazing. They both um they they're the sons of World Cup winner Mazzinho um uh, who played for Brazil uh, World Cup. Clearly spread his yeah. seed a little bit. Nice. My man. Yeah. Um. So good game, yeah, good game. Good game. What well, well, about? Why don't we go into the all talk? FC Fantasy Football Team. Let's. Uh, there is one more game to play tomorrow, isn't it? But um, Danny is quite far and away the leading scorer. Mark, have you had a chance to pick a team uh, transfer this? I did it two game weeks ago. Did you? Mm. Okay. Don't try and call him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've done it as many times yeah. as you, Listen, gents, just because I've done it most doesn't matter, right? I happen to be winning our league by quite a lot, but it's okay. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, I've chosen my transfer for this week. We have three Tottenham defenders in our team, which we definitely do not need. Um, so I'm going to keep Trippier and Vertonghen because at least they're playing. And Sanchez is being dropped, and I'm bringing in the future England legend that is Ben Chilwell. Uh, do you know you're going to pick his captain? Ooh, I'm just going to make the sub. Live on air. Live on air, just done it. Uh, captain this week. Ooh. 
I'm probably going to go for Mane. Mane at home to Southampton. Southampton. Former club. Yep. He's scored. Will he celebrate? Of course he will. He's done it before. And my vice captain is Paul Pogba at home to Wolves. We had a good game today. And I just want to let Danny know that I have gone above the Auto FC team, so you can congratulations. Some more. And soon it will be your head that I'm going to take off and be above you. I must be about 100 points ahead of you already. No, You're like a few weeks in. Get out of here, man! You're lying. Just captain choice is the the only bad thing. Whatever. So um, cool. Yeah, wonderful stuff. Uh, front three, back four. Absolutely, let's do it. Shall I go first? Yeah. Uh, my front three this week is divorce. <laughs> in your front three? In my front three is divorce. Um, there's gonna be there's been quite a bit of controversy over um, divorce recently, and uh, there's gonna be a big overhaul of the divorce laws. And um, previously, uh, someone had to be at fault in the marriage for you to get divorced. Um, if both sides agreed that there was fault within uh, marriage, you'd have to be separated for two years, then get divorced. If you couldn't agree that there was fault within the marriage, you have to be separated for five years. They're getting away with that rule, right? And also, they're getting rid of the sorry, the fault rule, which is good for us, especially as men, because obviously in any relationship, the man's always wrong and at fault. Um, so it's going to be much easier to get out of a loveless marriage. Wow, that's... Uh... And that's a front three. I think it's a good thing. You, you don't have to be stuck with someone you don't love for ages. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. And um, so it's not always someone's fault. Sometimes you just fall out of love. Danny used to like young boys. <laughs> but can not we anymore. Not, can we not, please? Inappropriate <laughs> jokes, not necessary. In my back four, in my back four this week is, um, is uh, Church of England. They're, um, they're getting a, a lot of criticism because they have decided to keep their shares in Amazon, the company. They have um, shares in Amazon? They have shares, yeah. Apparently the Church of England... Smart. The Church of England have... Um, have um, They basically have shareholds in, in loads of different companies and the Church Times has revealed that Amazon was among the 20 biggest global investments by the Church last year. So they are, they're in the investment game apparently quite massively. Um, why, why is that a bad thing? Well, because uh, the Archbishop of Canterbury said the firm was leeching off the taxpayers because Amazon don't pay their taxes. Uh, so the Church of England get criticised for, um, for so investing them. last week became a £1 trillion company yeah. 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 and paid less tax than the year before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's quite... They're so smart. It's, I, they're I just, not doing anything illegal. No, they're not. They're just, and I, with this... With these debates, I always think so. The church should be reckless with its money. Like, if it's a smart investment, yeah. Might, like, a church has to keep going, right? Has to fund itself. It's found a smart investment. I get it. I do get it. And that's why a lot of people like boycott and don't want to use Amazon. But but it's up enough to the people do to to get Amazon to pay tax. As a consumer, like I should have choice over, like whether I shop somewhere or not. But that choice shouldn't be to pick some someone that's doing something that's illegal. So, as long as it's above the board, above board, the law should reflect it. I just find it quite funny that the Archbishop of Canterbury is um, judging Amazon for not paying their taxes because the last I heard, um, 
any religion and a Catholic church and any uh, church doesn't have to pay taxes on anything. So uh, there you go. I mean, that's some pretty deep front three, back four. I think mine's going to not be that exciting. Well, go for yours, Dan. Using yeah. your front three, back four. Um, so in my front three this week is Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yes, surprise, surprise, it's football related. Yeah. Um, did And for the only reason, because today, um, at, playing against Toronto, I think they were, he scored his 500th goal. And what a goal. I can only describe this goal as like a spinning roundhouse volley. It's ridiculous. So standard absolute, <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. And you're like, if any player was going to get his 500th goal in some sort of style, that man went and did it. It was ridiculous. No one else in the world would score a goal like that. It was classic Zlatan. And you know what? He's given us masses of entertainment and it'll be sad when he goes because for some reason he didn't... I mean, 500 goals, apart from Messi and Ronaldo, there's not very many players that have scored that many goals in the top league, if any. So he's absolutely up there and I don't think he ever quite reached the level of them for whatever reason, just maybe he was at the wrong club or didn't win as much. I don't know. But um, he's in my front three this week because the outrageous goal he scored... To get 500 was just so Zlatan. Back four? Uh, in my back four, um, I just thought of it before we were arguing about something off air. Um, yeah, my... You're revealing the curtain here. <laughs> my back four is the people who do the scoring on fantasy football. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. It's biased. There's no way that it's true. You'll know this because you won one year. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still mad about this. About three or four years ago, the only time you've ever beaten me in fantasy football, just last game of the to- of the whole season, and Aguero got some stupid assist because he shot and the ball ricocheted off someone. Keeper saved it, ricocheted off someone else, and then someone else scored. The Aguero and they gave, bias, which they I gave love, thank Aguero you. bias. They gave him the assist. And you beat me by about two points because of that assist because you had him. Today, this weekend, not that it's making a difference to who wins, but Alonso crosses the ball, it hits the player's leg, drops a William, he scores, no assist. Aguero, again, just check it out. His first assist is ridiculous, it's not an assist, and they've given it to him. Someone somewhere who's doing so the point Opta, scoring. If you're listening. Opta, sort it out. <laughs> Whoever's doing these bloody scores, they should not be allowed to have a team and they should not be allowed to have Aguero as their captain. That's my rant. That's my back four. Good stuff. All right. Mark. So, it's, a, it's not the newest of like stories, but it's been a couple of weeks since we've done a pod. So, in my front three is Naomi Osaka. Oh. You may not have heard of her. Who is she? Yeah, she... Um, tennis won, player, right? Yeah, tennis player. Won the American Open. First Japanese player to ever win... A grand slam and just want to congratulate her because I don't think anyone has and uh, she was booed when she well got something the... happened isn't it yeah but <laughs> overshadowed her win right yeah <laughs> something I can't feel like they mentioned it in the news a little bit like someone remember yeah and I think she Some was woman. booed she was <laughs> she was booed when uh, she received some gorgeous woman I don't know what and to be honest, I just think rather than talk about what happened, because there was like almost a f- uh, an untruth created that had an s- incident not happened, she wouldn't have won. I still think she would have won the game. She was about anyway. to win anyway. Well, the problem was, the problem was is, is that obviously everyone knows Serena Williams uh, uh, had a bit of an outburst. She was she's had a history of doing this when she's losing. She was getting demolished anyway, so she yeah. wasn't going to win. Yeah. Much. So my my. Front is not 
anything to do with Serena. Leave that to the side. Well, I just don't woman, think... we won't name just the mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But the point is, I don't think she got enough props for what she did. And uh, it's always yeah. good to yeah. have well young done. talent. Well, well done, Osaka. Osaka. What was her name again? <laughs> <laughs> what country was she from? Yeah. What was yeah. <laughs> oh, she played Serena Williams. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. that one. Yeah. So Big fans of tennis. Yeah. So, I was not sure whether to call this front three or back, back f- four. Why don't you call um, it and we decide? Yeah. So, last week, there was the Women's in Games Awards. So, uh, this is a, an award ceremony to try and promote, to get more women into like the eSports arena and into computer games. Oh, that's interesting. Computer games have always been a male-dominated area. Um, and you f- imagine it, it's all sort of like kid gamers. So, a lot of the terms used are like, Oh, stop being a big girl or like these type of terms so they have an, an award ceremony and I just want to congratulate the best presenter James Banks won the best presenter in the <laughs> women in sports yeah <laughs> what? For, the, for the work he's done to promote women in the sport I mean that's outrageous <laughs> that's got to be a bank for Quite wait hold on is, has this always been a James was yeah. it previously a James oh, that's that true let's it. not judge Do we not, let's not well, judge does he associate as a male or female yes no, he associates himself <laughs> As, as a male and used to live a life where previous tweets were you could deem quite sexist so uh, wow he's uh, here's a tweet he put in 2012 saying uh, back in the UK quality of women just went down 100% oh <laughs> so, uh, dear he um, is also yeah, deserved winner of the women he's also come out then. and said he would never stream with women um, I, I don't know the full story behind that. I think he, he justified what's his he name? Some reasoning. James Banks. James Banks. Shout and, um, out to James Banks. You should not have won that award. Um but yeah, it was just like it's been quoted as saying it's a real slap in the face, an award ceremony purposely built to promote women. And James Banks wins best presenter. That's so. good. I like that. That's a good, and I think that's we can all metaphor. agree women need to stop getting slapped in the face. That's definitely back for <laughs> Results League, Mark this is your okay, job. So my uh, my result is not in yet because I've picked the Monday night game. Ah, yes. So yes. um I did not pick Newcastle to beat Arsenal. So can I we just should we should we just explain what happened? Well what happened was we because of the international break, I think as well, we forgot that we actually decided on the fixtures this week, um, back on the pod two weeks ago. Um so two days two or three days ago I sent a text saying this is this is the team that I picked this weekend. Um, Mark picked uh, Arsenal to lose 2-1 to, uh, to Newcastle. Newcastle. Ridiculous. Um, on the text chain. But thankfully, for, for his benefit, we decided already. So he's uh, kind of yeah. saved his skin there a little yeah. bit. So Both of my ones were great picks. Well, mine, mine was, the turns out, I'd completely forgotten, was the same pick. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? So um, just to explain, we did add the rule in because... Uh, Whenever you play games, Danny will find a way of cheating. Whoa! And, um, whoa! We started to notice that he was. Danny was regularly picking whoever was playing Huddersfield. So we oh, said, it's "Working though." Oh, I'm not even winning this game. So, um, Danny's the it's, reason why laws are made, isn't it? Because <laughs> yeah. no one trusts anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's always someone who messes it up. So we have to introduce some rules. So we just thought we'd add in, add in a new rule that just said, throughout the season, you at least have to pick a team to lose once. 
So, so yeah. we don't always pick teams against Cardiff or Huddersfield or any of the... So, yeah, so at some point we have to pick Man City to lose or we have to pick Liverpool to lose. It makes it a bit more interesting. Um, so, Chris, you did West Ham to beat Everton 2-0. They had to get a win. And um, they won 3-1. Uh, 3-1, so... One point. Close, but no cigar. I'd Danny, Danny, you got... The goal difference, right? You did Wolves to beat Burnley 3-2. Which is funny because Masegnius was 2-1, wasn't it? Oh, I can't believe I said 3-2. Like, those teams score loads of goals. I but... thought it was a crazy one. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. I, I, think, was I think it's hard to pick a 1-0 because you're just... It's yeah, just a boring, boring result, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, what, and, you're, and what's yours even So I get one tomorrow? point. Yes. So I've got Southampton to beat Brighton tomorrow 2-0. That's a good... Right. You've got a good chance there. Big chance there, getting a three, I reckon. Uh, so, the fixtures for next week. Oh, yeah. Let's have, have a look. quick look. Uh, at some point, we're going to have to pick big teams to lose, and I'm just going to go for this one. Uh, West Ham <laughs> to beat Chelsea. The and unbeaten Chelsea just come off a big win. All right, cool. And I think that they're going to win 2-1. West Ham, 2-1. 2-1 to wow. the Hammers. Let's go Hammers. Okay, I am going to go... I'm just going to check I haven't done them before and I haven't. So I'm going to pick Crystal Palace because Zaha's back, which means they can win games again, to beat the struggling Newcastle. And I'm going to go for 2-1. That's quite reserved for you. You like big scores. I do like big scores, but in this case, I'm going sensible. I need some points on the board. So at some point, I need to pick Fulham to win. And I think... They say never back the early kickoff, but <laughs> they I'm do going for it, <laughs> and I'm going to back Fulham to beat Watford, and I'm going to go three-one to Fulham. Mm, good Interesting. stuff. Interesting. Cool. Um, West Ham, Palace, and Fulham. We'll add that to the spreadsheet. Um, I am top of the league with four points. Danny is second with three points, and Mark is the very, very last Languishing person at the end. Languishing. Um, with a game in hand with a game in hand that's true and you can take the lead actually (laughs) (laughs) one he's got one point Uh, so we'll see next week how it goes can't wait anything else from you boys no yeah thank you for the the thank you very much for a lovely game of fives bye